Welcome to the GeoLearning Podcast Series, a conversation with experts at GeoLearning. Outsmart, outmaneuver, outperform with GeoLearning. I'm Craig Olson, Director of Marketing at GeoLearning, here today with Ron Atesian, who's Senior Product Specialist at GeoLearning. Ron, thanks for being with us. Thank you, Craig. Today, Ron is going to tell us how to navigate the seven C's of social learning. So I guess to get started, what is social learning and how does it differ from formal and informal learning? Sure, that's a great question, Craig. A lot of organizations are wrestling with these terms. Depending with whom you talk, the definitions of social learning vary. Some tend to use the terms informal and social learning synonymously. Some classify social learning as a subset of informal, but in reality, social falls into the formal realm if there's design and programmatic purpose behind it. Very often, these types of learning are more associated with the technologies that drive them than the modality of learning itself. So, Ron, can you elaborate on these terms while keeping technology out of the discussion? Sure, but I think we need to operationally define some basics before we even get to social. Here are some definitions from psychology that clarify how these terms should be applied in the workplace. We have to start with behavior. Behavior is anything a person does that's observable and measurable on the job. Then we move to learning. This is any change in a person's behavior as a result of new stimuli such as receiving new information, partaking in new experiences, or observing how things get done along with the outcomes that make behavior more or less likely to occur. From a workplace perspective, effective learning should impact the business. Now we can move to formal learning. This is any type of learning that's pushed to a person with programmatic purpose driving it by instructional design, learning objectives, or structure. Formal learning is how one causes learning through a change in work behavior or what we commonly refer to as training. Now we can start talking about informal learning. This is any type of learning that a person pulls into the situational context of a work experience to affect behavior. Now we move to social learning. At its core, pure social learning is based on the principles of observation, interaction, and modeling, whereby a behavior is more likely to occur because the observer identifies with a social model and believes they too will experience the same type of outcome they observe the model gain. This is known as vicarious reinforcement. Thus, for our purposes, and whether pushed or pulled, we can classify social learning as any type of learning where a person learns vicariously through the observations of or interactions with others. So you're saying social learning can be both informal and formal. Exactly. In fact, formalizing social learning is considered a best practice. How so? By incorporating social learning through programmatic instructional design. Think about pushing scenarios that employ communities of practice for common interest or subject matter communities of purpose for common goals and projects, or structured coaching and mentoring programs as blended with formal learning pads. Burson & Associates has some excellent case studies with organizations that use our GeoEngage product to formalize social learning. Our listeners may want to check them out. So how can technology support social learning? I think technology should support what I call the seven C's. Burson talked about four of them, conversation, connection, collaboration, and content. Now, I acknowledge these, but I think he's missing out on the three most important C's in the corporate ocean we call the enterprise. Those are consumption, contribution, and control. So, in my model, we have one, content, as learning and knowledge-based assets. This is where it all starts. Two, consumption, consumption of that content as in searchable, taggable, usable. Three, contribution of that content as in user-generated. Four, conversation about the content it's what makes it socially relevant to the business. Five, collaboration with others over content. It's how socially we get things done. Six, connections made with others regarding content. 
In competitive business, it's not just what you know, but who you know. And seven, control. This is the most relevant and important C enterprises are dealing with today. Social learning technologies should enable customers to govern openness and control as it applies to their business. So to answer your question, social learning technologies need to help providers and users navigate the seven C's. Can you tell us what advantages of social learning technologies for the enterprise are? It seems like speed would be at the top. Absolutely. Speed to proficiency through the social interaction process is at the top. For the most part, you can rapidly deploy, both as a technology and as a program. I think the speed at which users can consume and generate content is the real factor in all this. Other advantages include how organizations are driving innovation and how it bridges the gaps in the workforce while leveraging technologies that millennials seek and are familiar with. What are some of the business challenges that social learning technologies present? Well, three come to mind. Governance, adoption, and culture. Governance is a hot topic right now. Organizations are concerned with protecting their IP, and rightfully so. I think you resolve that by providing the enterprise with that last C, control. Adoption is another issue. I think you get around this by providing solutions that emulate what consumer-based social apps can do. Think about Dig and Twitter. These apps solve the problem of rating, review, commenting, real-time updates, and all the seven C's, but with simple functions and simple interfaces. Social learning technologies need to leverage familiar interface designs that emulate these tools so that they are as easy to administer as they are to use. Another one is corporate culture. Some organizations are open cultures, conducive to info sharing and collaboration. Others are more closed cultures and need more time to adapt. But it's important to acknowledge most businesses recognize the impact of social learning tools and how they can affect the enterprise. It's no longer a question of if for social business, but when and how. So if someone is listening and they want to learn more, what's a good resource or a place for them to start? I was hoping you'd ask that question. Check out our social learning resources and GeoEngage product on the GeoLearning website. It's at geolearning.com. Thanks a lot, Craig. This was fun. Thanks so much for being with us, Ron, and I'm sure we'll have more resources on the website, and we'll probably do another update on this on another podcast very soon. I look forward to it. Thank you for listening to today's GeoLearning Podcast. For more information about GeoLearning or information about this podcast, email info at geolearning.com. Outsmart. Outmaneuver. Outperform. We can show you how.